Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined by Big Damo, formerly known as Killian Dane of WWE fame. Damo, how are you doing today? Very well. It's uh, incredibly hot here today. And as I was saying to you off air, I'm looking after a dog. So I'm just back from uh, taking her on a long walk. So enjoying the, uh, the sweat <laughs> of, of <laughs> Florida weather. So. No, very nice. Very nice. Sounds like a good a good day. You you were told you're talking before we went on the air. It's Labor Day, so that is why your dog's up here today. So definitely, we appreciate your time. But uh, <laughs> outside of dog sitting, how how are things? You know, we're we're about gosh, uh, I guess you know, over two months removed. You know, from the end of your WWE run here. So I guess with the benefit of maybe some hindsight and or time for reflection, I know you've done other other interviews, but sitting here today. I guess, in a, just in a general sense, what are your thoughts about where where you stand today? Like in terms of how things are with 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 your wrestling career, and just in maybe in a, in a general sense to start off. Uh, well, honestly, like <laughs> um, same as I feel like like two odd months ago. Insofar as like the uh, once once it hits you, and once you re- the realization of you know everything's in your own power, everything's in your own um, wherewithal, whatever else, um, it made things a lot you know, there's a lot more clarity and things like that. Whereas, you know, the first two days, you know, it was mad, you know, emotional, whatever else. Um, and then like, you kind of start to realize, you know, there's a, a great world out there. And one of the most exciting parts about this journey that I've had so far is that I've, I've been able to get to so many places in the world, but there's still places I want to go to. There's still places I want to see. There's people I want to wrestle. And I kind of have the, like, almost like no excuse <laughs> insofar as to, to do a lot of these things. And um, this last couple of months has been really interesting. You know, I've been able to, like, I've been in ring a lot, actually. Um, I've been training with a friend of mine I respect a lot. Um, and I've been helping some uh, some newer talent as well. So it's been a lot of fun to kind of rekindle that aspect of, of what I've done before, which was, you know, I used to train people a lot in the UK. So it was really interesting kind of redoing it again and, and knowing almost what I've learned and what, what you know, my opinions have changed and uh, with regards to how wrestling has, has evolved as well. Um, but more importantly, it's been good. I've been in it about two or three times a week, every week since since uh, uh, the end of June. So I've, I've been ma- making sure to be as, as active as possible. Um, and then obviously with the world, about, you know, hopefully about to reopen again, um, touch wood as best I can, um, then uh, it'll be a lot easier for me. But my my own main issue is, listen, I'm a foreigner living in in. Uh, the USA, so there's still legal hurdles I have to I have to make before I can get anywhere, and that could be sorted within a week. It could be sorted within a, a couple of months, and sadly, that's that's the the reality of the situation. Um, I'm I'm here legally, but I won't be able to work legally just for for a, a little time yet, and that is something that we're hoping to get sorted ASAP. We've been on top of for a long time, actually. Um, but you know, you guys understand how it is. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not born here. So, <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, the the thing is, though, I've been trying to stay as active as possible. I'm actually watching more wrestling now than I have in a long, long time. Um, one of the problems I think with uh, being in the bubble, in a way, is you almost like kind of cut, shut yourself off a little bit. Like I used to be when I when I think about before I got to WWE. There was a period where I could have been watching 30 hours of wrestling a week, maybe more. Um, and then you get to a point where because wrestling is your entirety, everything you do, you travel, everything else is to, from, and about wrestling. Um, you kind of cut yourself off a little bit. So I definitely didn't watch as much as I, I would have, pre- nowhere near as much, actually, as much as I would previously. So it's been really fun trying to re-watch again as a complete neutral. Uh, and that's exactly what I am now. Um 
And it's funny, the things that I love and the things that I hate are different than what it would have been five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Um, but it's been fun kind of refining wrestling in a way. Um, and then it's been great working with younger talent who are brand new in the door and, you know, being able to explain, you know, why things work, why things don't work. And it's so interesting hearing people's opinions now, as opposed to, you know, 10 years ago um, and, you know, what people like and, and dislike. So, you know, it's been a really fun journey and I'm really excited for what's next when I am able to, to get out and, and, and start doing this um, <laughs> professionally again. <laughs> um, right. I, I'm very excited to see who I'm going to meet and, you know, who's the next crop of talent coming through. And um, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to about getting back to Europe is seeing like all the guys who were there when I, when I left and who's coming through next and who's got the determination to really get to the next level. So I'm really excited about that aspect of it. And that's the, the bit I'm kind of chomping at the bit to get going because you know, there's a lot of things I want to do. I also haven't been home to my family in two years. So, you know, because of COVID and everything else. So that's something that's very important to me anyway, that I'm hoping to try and try and alleviate as soon as possible. So, um, so that's, uh, that's the next steps and, and hopefully that'll be, uh, that'll be organized soon enough. But um, in the meantime, as I say, I've been watching more than, than I ever had. Like, so I'm really, really happy about that. And like some of the guys and, and girls have been hanging out with, like to watch all these things with as well. And hearing different people's perspectives and opinions on certain, on, on different facets of, of the industry is so interesting. And that's, I think one of the best parts of it when I was in Dudley was, you know, I'm able to pick the brain of people um, from many different generations, uh, which has been interesting, but it's so interesting now because I'm, I'm picking the brain of people who have a completely different background, different perspective. And, and that is something that again, is, is it's eye opening because you don't always see it in, in other people's shoes until you're literally sitting beside them. So, uh, and that's, that's helped a lot. So I, that's made this journey very like somewhat exciting for me because the, um, obviously I'm already excited about, you know, what I'm going to do next and, you know, how I present myself going forward. But then I'm also excited about everybody else's perspective and opinions and things like that, because listen, like, you, you know, you get into a, like a, a way with, it, with this, you know, five years that I was with Dudley and um, largely, you know, things evolved during that time. Sure. But like, largely I knew what, you know, was coming week to week in, insofar as what they wanted and what they didn't want. So they don't get me wrong. They might throw a curveball at you every, every few weeks. Uh, Vince said no clotheslines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, there, there, there were some weird things like that, that, that do occasionally get thrown. Um, right. Because obviously there was a show where there was like 30 clotheslines. You know, I, course, I understand the, the ins and outs, but then when it goes to the, the opposite extreme and you see people like uh, winding up for something and going, uh, punch, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, right. so it'll be interesting, you know, when, you know, certain aspects of that are, are, aren't going to be there. Um, and, you, you know, it's, it's all on you and you have to, you have to make it work for yourself without other people's ideals and stuff like that. And that's, what's really exciting. Um, and I think that's, that's how the wrestling industry, like, you know, it has peaks and troughs because of things like that. Uh, and I'm hoping that we're going to lead to another peak because, you know, there's so much talent right now, like all across the board. Um, you know yourself, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last night alone, you know, you know, I you was get just to see, bring it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, so there's just so much, there's just so much talent across the board. And it's very exciting to see, like, all the combinations you can have now, like all the, all the forbidden doors are opened and all these things and stuff that you, I just never expected to see as a kid. Like I remember when, when WCW like had like little things in new Japan or, or WF had with all Japan, all these things, like you were like, Oh, that's really interesting, whatever. But then by the time, you know, the, the late nineties came, all that stuff went completely shut down because of like contract situations and whatever else. So 
you know, that, that stuff's been gone for so long. So it's so interesting to see so many people working together now and just so many combinations. And it's crazy, actually. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Uh, I do want, there's lots to dig into there. I want to talk about, you You mentioned you're getting into the training side of things a little more. I definitely want to talk about uh, how you, you mentioned how you're going to present yourself. But you you mentioned it, obviously, you know, uh, this the talent in the, in the business right now, the Forbidden Door is being opened. We're sitting here recording this, you know, literally a day removed from AW All Out perhaps the the biggest showcase yet of of those doors being opened of the companies working together of uh, of that talent level really just reaching new heights in terms of this accessibility of of the difference in uh, WWE having everybody versus now this more uh, you know open uh, business of wrestling wrestling here so I guess just uh, maybe to hone in on that uh, specifically, what were your thoughts on seeing a guy like Adam Cole, who I'm sure you crossed paths with, a guy like uh, Brian Danielson showing up at All Out, electrifying the wrestling world and, you know, generating so much buzz for just the business itself? You know, I'm, I'm sure as someone that's uh, in the business, that, that can only mean good things for you. Uh, and I should say, I, I still hope that the day will come very soon that you'll be able to officially uh, work again. But, you know, sitting here today, looking forward to that. I'm sure that's got to be exciting, right? Absolutely. Listen, like last night was... It, it, where, where they're down, sure, but where, the, where they're ups, oh my God, there was the, the biggest ups possible. Um, and like for the likes of Adam, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with Adam. I wrestled Adam a lot, actually. We were kind of married together for a little while. Um, and Adam, uh, Adam's an incredible talent and he had a great run in NXT. And I'm, I'm assuming that he, he could have easily have went to the main roster and things like that. But um, he's made a decision. Uh, I know that he was going backstage um when, when Britt was really starting with AEW and a lot of those guys are his friends. So he's going to fit in there like a glove. And you saw that last night. It was like, it was like he'd been there the entire time. Like right. that's, that, Adam's one of those guys who everybody wants to work with. He, he's a lovely fella. Um, you know, whether you're playing video games with him or whether you're, you're wrestling with him, like, or even if you're just hanging out with him, you know, he's, he's one of those lovely lads. Um, and I know he's going to fit in great there. He's, he's going to cause a whole new slur of matches and there's going to be great drama, I imagine, for the elite going forward because that's now becoming a very big uh, a big group. So, And that, that's going to lead to another set of great matches and stuff like that. But I was, thought it was a great little swerve when they brought him out and then brought out Danielson. And like Danielson's, you know, I'd be, I'm very lucky I, I got to wrestle him um, uh, on, when I was up on SmackDown and I got to... Um, be with him on, on the house shows and stuff like that where he's holding court backstage and stuff and he's he's got this great mind for the business he's he's going to be brilliant for that company and like we saw with punk as well like um you know it, it's going to be great for the company to to grow and and i think danielson brings like he's he's the type of guy who i think was a mad inspiration for all of us because he was an indie guy um and he he prevailed brilliantly got himself over that he was undeniable and like I think that 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 reads to a lot of us who've been on this journey because, um, yes, I'm I'm a heavy guy, you know, I I don't have that necessarily, um, you know, body size, body shape, but I definitely recognise the journey and I definitely recognise, you know, the, the the graft and, um, so to see him show up there was brilliant because you know this isn't a guy who um is washed up. This isn't a guy who's uh, at the end of his career at all. This is a guy who is. Right now, he's relevant. He's incredible. He can go with anybody. Uh, he's healthy, which is number one important thing. And he's super passionate about the business. So, like, you're going to ha- – I'm just so excited to see what, what he does there because I've been watching Danielson from, I think, 
the early ROH, I think the first time I saw him was ROH one or ROH two. Like, I mean, what's that? Oh, two or one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I followed his career and I'm you know, very lucky. I got to hang out with him, got to wrestle him and stuff like that. And I'm very excited for what he can, he can provide for the next bunch over there because there's a lot of great talent who, who just need that right guidance. Um, and the likes of him and punk and, and it, like, even the likes of sting and all that, there's just so many people there with, different different uh, experiences and mindsets who can just help give these guys the right push in the right direction like we saw that with Darby last night for example you know uh, Darby's one of those people who freaks me out with, with with the stuff that he does bump wise and things like that but there's no denying he, he's like this generation's Jeff Hardy and like with the right people like wrestling him and stuff like that he could be more you know and, and that's what's really cool he's got a great image great look and he was one of he was one of the the major success stories of of the AEW so far and uh, it was so cool that he had this great match with Punk and like and it stood out on that card which had you know 11 other bites or whatever it was right. so you know that, that that's a testament to him uh, not just not just the Punk so good for him um, and I'm excited to see him against the likes of Danielson and stuff going forward because like, he'll learn so much from them and you know it, it is very exciting like how how they go on forward and like you know I, it was great to be a fan and just enjoy it. And that was been one of the coolest parts. I was watching it with, uh, I was watching it, actually I was watching it last night with one of my friends who's been wrestling for a long time as well. And I was also watching it with somebody who's brand new to the business. So two completely different perspectives. Right, and that's awesome. You know what I mean? And, and like, that was, it was a really cool experience for me as well. And uh, watch it through two, two different people's eyes and just what we liked and what we disliked and everything else. But, you know, the, the best thing about last night was there was a hell of a lot to like. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I guess, you know, you mentioned being a fan, but now, you know, you mentioned the, the issues of trying to, uh, the v- work visa, et cetera, that kind of thing. But, you know, at least hypothetically, would you potentially see yourself wanting to work in a- at AW once, once you're able to, or, you know, what do you think your next steps might be uh, once you're able to really resume uh, your, your in-ring career on a professional level, as you're saying uh, earlier? Well, listen, the, the, the talent there, I've just rhymed off a fifth, a tenth of, of, of the, the talent who had love to work and stuff like that. So, um, so I, I, you know, absolutely, there's there's so many brilliant talent there. But for me, it, it literally is I, I can't make plans, and that that is the the the, the greatest part of this uh, uh, of this endeavor for me right now. But um, honestly, like even whether it's there or whether it's somewhere else, there's definitely a lot of people I, I'd adore to work and whatever else. So, um, or even be able to listen to and and, and you know understand you know their way their methods and way of doing things and whatever else so honestly like um there's going to be a great couple of years i think for for the wrestling industry and as i I said to you before about the open door like the the forbidden door is it's just led no matter where you can go you might end up running into a lot of these people right exactly yeah no that's a great point so again you mentioned not exactly being able to firmly plan what's next but at least again in a more general hypothetical sense you know you mentioned who you want to wrestle where you might want to work but in terms of your character i think that's obviously something that we can be excited about as we move forward here and the natural question is you know do you have ideas for what where, how, you mentioned earlier how you want to present yourself would that look something like what, what we saw in sanity or you know on the flip side i know you've gotten a lot of questions about nikki's new character as, as the almost a superhero <laughs> but to, to turn that around do you think you could see yourself doing something somewhere like a, like a super demo or, or something like that? <laughs> the, uh, like, honestly, like it, when Eric Young did super EY, it was uh, one of my favorite gimmicks. And then later on, I ended up working with him. So, <laughs> um, no, uh, honestly, with, with regards to you were saying about sanity and stuff like that. So, 
you know, those those gimmicks were given to me, um, and I did I did as best I could, like um, at the time, because I wasn't I wasn't the initial person for that role. I I, I was a substitute for somebody who got hurt, um, and so Killian was it was a, a lot of fun to to try and be to be a very stoic person and everything else. And, you know, so I don't know if I'd ever want to be stoic again. Um, don't get me wrong. If I have to be somebody's heater, whatever else, that's not a problem. But like, insofar as, you know, not being able to show emotion and I never, I don't think I ever really did a promo uh, the entire time I was there. So I, I remember I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to do interviews because uh, they didn't want me doing interviews and stuff like that, which is, you know, one of the, the weirdest, because you do all this promo practice, media training, all these right, things. And then they're like, no, don't need nothing for killing. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Um, probably the bit of the best because I talk nonsense anyway. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, like, um, so Killian was 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 a, a character that kind of came out of nowhere anyway. Um, like, not if, if any of them ever tell you that I was in their, their mindset going forward, then I have to only assume it's a lie because... Uh, pfft, None of that, all of that was last second. Um, when I when I joined, I found it like on the day that I was joining Sanity. Um, and then that character evolved uh, as I was there because uh, from my perspective, I, I was debuting at the, the UK tournament that was coming that January, um, or January, February, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, I was, I was going to be demo. Um, and then the uh, the writers came to me with, with name ideas and stuff like that, which were terrible. And, you know, I eventually chose... Uh, they wanted to keep the Dan part, but I, I, I got, I chose Killian. So, because Killian is, uh, it's a name relative to the, the area that I'm from in, in, in Northern Ireland. So and I, I really like the name anyway. And it kind of worked, thankfully, with Dan. I've never met an Irish person with Dan in their name. You know, there's Danish people, you know, but, right. uh, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but like, so like, I, I really, uh, with Sanity, Sanity was a lot of fun because the guys brought so much energy, energy to that, like Nikki and Axel, uh, Alexander Wolf were they really went above and beyond uh, and it meant it was a lot easier for me to be stoic and for EY to, to be the leader um so that was a, an incredible time of, of my life um incredible time of my my wrestling career and everything else um but insofar as what my card is going to be uh after this is you know it's going to be my invention um and that's going to be fun because like one of the hardest parts about being in this is you know we're characters in in their soap opera and like you know, it's a lot of fun a lot of the time, and there is a lot of freedoms in, in different ways. But realistically, you know, the the emphasis is going to be on me to come up with something that, that people are going to be interested in seeing. And, you know, that's what I'm excited about the challenge, because realistically, that is something that you do your best to try and get noticed in the first place. You know, everything I did to try and get here um, or to get to that point, sorry. Um, and like, I, I think if the, the journey that it took me to even figure out that I wanted to be the Beast of Belfast was, was took me years and years and years. It was by, I'd been wrestling, I think it was eight years or nine years by the time I really figured out that I wanted to be the monster. Like before that, I was just a clean cut guy. You know, I was into powerlifting and that was it. That was the only thing that made me different at all to anybody else. But I looked like everybody. I, I acted like everybody. And I, I figured something out at the right time. Um, then uh, the ICW commentator, Billy Kirk, would call me the Beast of Belfast. And that was it. That was the click that I needed. I grew out my body hair my, my hair my beard all these things that nobody was doing at the time um, and you know i was able to find a little part of the market that, that thankfully was was lacking um and it worked for me then but my the exciting thing for me now is so a lot of people 
are hairy and you know are bearded and all these things and, and i have to start thinking of something that's a little bit more a little bit different a little bit more unique and one of the things that i've noticed a lot more in the last five years people aren't afraid to have body hair and things like that which you know 10 years ago everybody looked like a swimmer it was it right. was kind of it was bizarre like yeah. and I, i'd be meeting these people who would be mad at me for for not shaving and stuff like that and i was like well i need you know i'm looking different bro you know um whereas now now it's really good like it it, it adds to dean ambrose and it adds to drew mcintyre and things like that that they they look more rugged and things like that and it's important because they look more like real people you know people in bars who are gonna you know kill you um and whereas you know we went through a period where everybody was shaving and everybody you know was tanned and you know i i, I used to listen i used to shave and i used to tan i used to like i've got hilarious photos from from years ago where you know i i did look exactly like everybody else and i remember looking around wondering why i couldn't uh, i wasn't able to stand out and it's because i i wrestled acted and looked at it like everybody else and you know this is the thing like going forward is is i have to take a long look at myself in the mirror and figure out what I, how I want to present myself and how I want to look going to the next level um, because you need to stand out again. And that's right. one of the, the scariest but most exciting parts of the next, the next chapter, the next step is like, you know, you know, there is no excuses. It's all on me. And, and that is one of the coolest parts about this, this industry, because it is, it can be fickle and it can be subjective or objective, you know, whatever adjectives you want to put towards it. Um, and the coolest part is for me is I, I get to go and find this all over again and fall in love with it again. And that's what, you know, I've been doing in ring. I've been really enjoying that aspect of it um, with the training. And now the next part is with the creative and like, listen, like one of, one of my favorite parts of, of this whole journey is the people I've met along the way. And I, I just can't wait to continue that part. <laughs> Absolutely. And you bring up the training and I do want to ask about that. So you've mentioned you were, you've, you've been kind of training now while you're in this kind of maybe in between period, but is training something you might want to be doing um, maybe on the side, even once you do start uh, officially wrestling again, is that something that you might want to do once your, uh, your entering days are done, like as a, as a legitimate kind of, you know, I guess kind of progression of your career going from, you know, wrestler to you know, professional trainer. Cause I know many, many people in, in the wrestling business obviously have done that. Um, so like I accidentally ran a school for a while, um, years ago, um, just pe people quit and your a school was left without a trainer and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's, it's a story that that's probably happened a, a thousand times for a thousand people, but, um, you know, I actually, I enjoyed it at the time and, you know, we had a lot of success, like people who came out of that school have went on uh, and the rest of WWE, DNA, ROH, whatever else. So like. You know, I'm delighted, you know, with, with with a lot of them, like the Coffee Boys are both in NXT UK right now. Um, Piper Niven uh, or Doodop, sorry, on, on, on Raw. Like, there's just so many, Joe Henry or Ring of Honor. Like, like you know, there, there's so many who came through uh, at a couple of little batches of, of trainees who, who were all really talented, really, and have ended up being great success. Um, Nikki Ash, Nikki SH, you know, is, is probably the, the, even the pinnacle of all that. So, um, so like I, when I first started here, like, um, you know, you put that to bed, um, because, you know, you're fully focused on yourself, but you know, you, you couldn't help it. You're at shows and, you know, you want to help people. And there's a bunch of guys who I, you know, you befriend and, and you, you see real potential in and you really try to give a hand to, and, you know, I've been really, it's been one of the cool parts of this is, you know, sometimes they want you to pay it forward at, at NXT where they want you to help the younger talent. When I first got here, they were like, they didn't want me doing anything like that at all. Uh, and then within a year, you know, they're like, oh, actually, you, you know, you're not an asshole. Please, you know, please do it, you know, uh, right. which is it's funny about the journey. It was just more more uh, 
indicative of the time uh, when I first joined to how it changed as I was there. But um, I really enjoy working with younger talent. Like I, I think like it's up to us as, you know, especially my age group, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years old and like I've been wrestling for 17 years. So, you know, I've seen how the business has changed in the last 17 years and, you know, it's going to keep changing. There's going to be evolutions for, for good and for bad. Um, you know, the way the society has changed in that time has been incredible you know and wrestling is always a reflection on society like we, we saw that at the end of the 90s you know and we're seeing it again now to, you know to a lesser extent you know the way people have changed has always changed uh, the way sorry the way society has changed is always reflected on how the industry is going to be um, and I think it's important to be able to adapt and, and to be able to um, you know go along with that in a way while still maintaining you know the real principles of, of what this is in the first place and you know you do see that with a lot of schools nowadays you know they maybe you know, lose out in some of the important principles of this and maybe, okay, your first day, here's how to fall over and here's how you insult. you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, there is, there is a bit of that, you know, across the planet. Um, but realistically, you know, one of the, the main problem is there's not always going to be great leaders in great areas. Um, but I, I get a feeling that right now with the talent pool being so high, this, the next crop who come after us could be incredible. Um, and that's the bit that, as, as I said, I'm excited about because with the right advice, I think we can get people who are going to keep this industry alive for 50 years because you know they'll be able to learn from our mistakes. And we made so many mistakes and the group before us made so many mistakes and blah, 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 blah. Um, but the ones who learned from it and adapt from it have went on to be the, the absolute best in the industry. And it's exciting to see like, you know, what we can do to try and help that next group coming forward. And that, that's what I'm excited about. Um, I don't, I don't see myself opening a school or anything like that. Maybe, you know, if I, if I retire back to Ireland or whatever else, but, um, you know, I'll definitely be happy to, um, to work with talent when I'm at shows and things like that, because, you know, if you're, if you're passionate about this and you want to improve and you have the determination to succeed, then you should be asking for help. Um, I know I did. I went through a period where I didn't and I, I stalled and I plateaued for a long, long, long time. Um, and it was only when I realized that I, I, I took a long look at myself in the mirror and I sought out the likes of Robbie Brookside and, and I was able to, to find that X factor and, you know, find my next level and, and make my way you know across the world um but i was sitting you know miserable in the uk at one point because i, I couldn't figure out you know why i was i was stagnating or why i wasn't uh, wasn't moving on but you know eventually you figure it out you start asking the right questions you start asking the people you respect in the locker room um their opinions and, and you don't just yeah but an answer you you listen and you, you try to try to adapt to the criticism because the ones who do that are the ones who are going to going to succeed and like I, i'm not going to lie to you that's that's why i did <laughs> so <laughs> great it certainly is an exciting time you know looking here in the present looking forward and we've been spending a lot of time talking about the present and the future and but i would be remiss if i didn't ask about one aspect of your past you know uh when your end with wwe did uh when your run with wwe did end uh unfortunately uh just for the NXT, let's say, uh, as a whole, that wasn't nearly the end of the changes that it would see in the coming months. You know, in early August, this this mass, uh, another, I should say, another mass uh, group of talent released. And then now all these reports about, you know, these drastic changes on the way now and being pretty increasingly clear by the day. I have to ask, you know, when, when you were still there, was there any quote unquote writing on the wall or was it very much like very sudden where like these, these changes started happening or was it something that you, that you weren't even necessarily uh, aware of when you were there? And that's that. And then that would speak to how uh, practically overnight that change has been. Do you have any, any, um, uh, any idea? 
so I, I think you have to factor in COVID because so that hit this industry hard because, you know, Dodibly is, is reliant on getting people in the buildings, you know what I mean? And then you take that away, eventually they were going to try and, and cost cut because they had a huge amount of people. They hoarded talent for a long, long time. And like, you know, I, I was probably one of those initiatives because, you know, I, I was doing well in the UK and, you know, there was talk about I was going to X, Y, and Z. And then they approached me after six months before that, they told me they didn't want me. So, you know, like, you know, that initiative, that, that kind of hoarding initiative, eventually, you know, they have to do something about. And, you know, that's, we kind of noticed that, you know, with the, the first uh, couple of months after the start of COVID and they released a bunch of people then. And you kind of realize that like anything could happen. Um, I, I genuinely expected to get get let go last year. Um when, when that initial round of cuts were happening, because at the time um, I, was, uh, I wasn't doing anything on television. Um, and the craziest part was the writers and everybody in charge told me, no, you, you weren't on any lists, you know, um, you weren't even on a maybe, you, you, you know, you were, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, that's kind of cool. But um, <laughs> then fast forward a year later and, right. and I was on right. the list then. So, um, but one of the weirdest parts about le- the lead up to, to get released and stuff like that was we were actually on TV and, you know, you're doing pretty well. So you, I didn't expect it as much then. Uh, I was actually in the building. I was in the performance center. Uh, I was actually working with a bunch of kids um, who, who were coming through Um and it's just funny, you know, you get a phone call, you have to leave the building. So, uh, um, but, uh, you know, that, that's just that's just the way it is. That's the nature of the business. And, and like, I, I understand that uh, entirely. But did I expect all these changes and things like that with NXT? Not really. Um, the uh, It's so funny, like, the changes that, that went from us, you know, going to live on TV and there's about 25 of us were all called into this meeting with Hunter. He says, you're my guys going forward, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it was, you know, you feel 10 foot tall because you're like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's we're all going to go and have fun, do whatever. Um, and then, you know, fast forward a year and a half and most of that roster are all gone. Um, and like, one of the guys who got released at the same time as me sent me a fo- hilarious message about a, a week later. Once, well, once we got over it, you know, um, and he said, "Well, they've just released all the brothers, uh, everybody with charisma, and uh, anybody with experience." So, <laughs> um, so that, I guess that's kind of kind of the writing on the wall in a way. Insofar right. as you know, they, they they got rid of my my everybody got rid of when I when I got let, like I was over thirty five or something like that. So that must have been the initial right you're all gone regardless of, of your experience level and whatever else. Um, so that's, you know, you just have to take it as it is. Uh, thankfully, a lot of those guys are going to land on their feet. Um, saw that already with 2.0 um, over the moon for those two. Like they're in a very similar boat to me um, being foreigners in, in uh, America and just delighted that it's worked out for them. And <laughs> they've, they've fallen upwards and they've fallen upwards hard. And I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy for Matt and Jeff that they're great lads. Um, uh, I had so much fun working them and I know that they're going to do great. And they're just two lads who are no matter what going to be so important to a show, to a card. Um, and I was worried that people like them, you know, we're, we're going to struggle in, in the kind of modern version of, of wrestling because they're both incredible workers, both incredibly charismatic. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it's not always enough, uh, you know, at the minute. I don't know why, you know, that that's one of the parts of wrestling that, you know, is sometimes hard to, to predict, but thankfully, um, they they got seen by the right people and, and they're they're proving it weekly as to why they they, they deserve to be there and, and it's been so much fun watching them um but like honestly like with, with the, the releases that even came after us were even more of a shock because they were younger than us and they were right. Right. Uh, used even more on television so like you know I, I was able to justify when when I got let, let go because you know 
okay, I'm on the wrong side of 35 by one year. Um, but, you know, um, then the next group were, were, again, a few years younger. And, like, it was crazy. Um, but, like, that's, you know, that's their prerogative. And it's it's going to make the rest of the, the world stronger. Um, and they'll end up regretting it because they'll have less people, less experience on their shows um, to teach their, their next group. You know, and, like, me personally, like, maybe it's a good thing for the for WWE that they can reset that they can maybe try not to to do the styles that everybody else is doing and just focus on their own style maybe that's going to be a benefit for them for a while i don't know um but like i know a lot of the young talent that they have signed in the last while like a lot of the athletes some of them have great attitudes you know i, I worked with uh, the creed brothers who just uh, debuted on the diamond mine um, i was working with them actually outside of WWE. um we, we were helping them with with what they were doing and they've both got incredible potential they're both great amateur wrestlers who love wrestling so you know the fact that they love it means they're probably going to be a success um i can't guarantee that all of the the guys who've been signed in the last while are of that same ilk um, but they're definitely two lads to look out for um and they they haven't scratched the surface of their talent. They're both incredibly athletic, which is something that I wasn't I wasn't prepared for until, you know, after a session, you know, we're messing around, whatever. One of them does something. I'm like, what then? The name of God. Um, yeah, they're going to be fine. So, um, and with, you know, with the right guidance, hopefully with the right guidance. I mean, there's still, there's still guys like Roderick Strong and stuff there who incredible experience has been all over the world and the fact that he's going to be working with them on a regular basis is very important. Um, and, and fingers crossed to keep Roddy on board for a while. So, um, or else, you know, it'll be someone else's gain, you know, and, and that, that's the truth with all the releases in the last year, that, that, there's been incredible amounts of talent, like stars with, with so much, so much of a background in this industry and so much television experience that they're only going to go out there and bring that television experience to everywhere else and make them better. So, you know, we've already seen it, um, you know, in, in certain companies so far, like, and it, it's only going to get better. So listen, like as, as different as it might be for, for uh, the difference in the roster in a year, um, that I guess that's what developmental's for. Um, and maybe that's something that they're going to try and, and do going forward is to try and have a more rotational roster, I guess. Um, the, the, a lot of those guys haven't been told anything. Um, so that, uh, there's a lot of people still sitting there worried about their jobs. Um, and we, I've just tried to assure the ones who, who've, who've reached out to me that, listen, it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, and I made sure to try and get in touch with everybody who, um, who've been released recently, at least, you know, if, if they're putting anything online, then, you know, you're trying to promote them or, or whatever else, because, you know, that first couple of days, that first week, two weeks is tough. And, and um, because you have to get your, your bearings again, you have to realize that like there's a great world out there and it's going to be very exciting for them. Um, but listen, I get it. Like for, for the foreigners, you know, for like Jonah rock and stuff like that, it's, you know, he's going to be in the same boat as me. It's going to be tough for a while until, until he can get his, his, um, his legality sorted, you know, and, and he's here, a very talented lad and he's he's a couple of years younger than me i believe so you know still got plenty of years ahead of him and, and you know he's a he's a great a great wrestler in ring great talent and i'm sure he'll he'll land on his feet but you know that first few weeks tough you know it is tough you know and um, but 2.0 are the best example for everybody um especially people who are who aren't from america um that listen anything can happen and as long as you're willing to, to be unique and, you know, showcase your talent as best you can, have a good attitude. And those boys are the, the per, they'll probably never win a match, but like, honestly, I kind of feel at this point they shouldn't because, you know, they're more entertaining 
for their excuses than anything else. Right. You know, and, and I, I've enjoyed uh, watching watching the show uh, and uh, you know keeping up with them as as they're doing their thing. So and you know, good for them, and, and hopefully they can be the the example for a lot of them. And even the likes of Alistair Black and stuff like that, like um, or Malachi Black, sorry, um, he he literally like. Within a within a couple of days, he was ready to go. He had everything prepared. He knew how he wanted to present himself. And you know, Tommy's one of those lads who is always incredibly creative, uh, and he's going to be an inspiration for for a lot of the ones over the next few years who, who are going to be released. Um, everybody's name will come up one day. I've, I've said that in a bunch of interviews, but it's true. Um, and as long as you're you're willing, able, and 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 prepared to, um, you know, to, to sacrifice and to make other things happen, then you'll be fine. Um, and like, so my message for anybody else who's, who's on those next group of lists, you know, listen, anything, the whole world is out there for you and you will be fine. Like, like Aiden English, you know, uh, Matt, uh, trying to remember his, his, his new gimmick. Um, he's, he's an incredible fella. And he, he put something up like a while ago because he got released last year. And he said, listen, the, the world is open, you know, don't, don't panic and you know i got speaking to him and i actually uh was speaking to him recently and you know he's he's got this great attitude and now everything's happening for him and and you know he's he's a great great talent uh, and i'm very excited to see what happens to him next so um so that's what i'm saying he's just one of those examples of people who got caught during the pandemic um, and, and got released you know the worst possible time and you know he's turned it around and he, he's doing brilliant so i'm really excited for him you know he's he can do anything in this industry like commentary announcer you know uh, let alone wrestler and and uh, incredible uh, um creative talent so you know good for him but like yeah the likes of Alistair and 2.0 like have proved it that you know the the possibilities are endless as long as you've got the right attitude and you know I'm excited for everybody who who did get released in that, this last while that uh, once once they're ready to go they're, they're going to kill it you know what I mean? And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch now as a neutral, you know what I mean? But I, I'll be supporting a lot of them because, listen, I, I know how it feels. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, with that, that's a great way to close it off by saying I'm very, very hopeful that you, along with many of the other uh, very talented people that unfortunately did get released, will be just fine. They'll land on their feet because, as you said, the world is very much open to them now. So, you know, I, I hope. It's great for the industry. It's great for the industry across the world. Um, at the time, it doesn't feel that way. But I know for a fact when you're going into locker rooms who maybe needed to, to, to get that kick up the ass that, you know, that some of these people will be able to provide, um, then it's only going to be a benefit. It'll be a benefit for the next group going forward. So I, that, that's the thing for me that I know that no matter what, um, it's going to be good for the industry. Exactly. So with that, uh, Demo, do you have anything, any closing thoughts or just anything you want to plug in terms of your socials or any, anything like that before, you, before we wrap up here? Uh, well, I've got plenty of closing thoughts, but in, in so far as the the rest of whatever, <laughs> no, um, honestly, like you know, I'll uh, you know, I'll be keeping everybody up to date with what's happening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Demo Mackle, all one word. Um, I'll be on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv slash Demo Mackle, and ProWrestlingTees.com slash Demo Mackle. I've tried to make it really smart. Demo Mackle is my name, and I've used that as my as my branding going forward. But I'll be updating everybody uh, as and when we know what's happening with the legalities of of the. Uh, of the visa situations and everything else uh, and I'm looking forward to what's next so very thank you everybody who, who's reached out to me over this entire time one of the most emotional parts of this entire experience was the, the wave of positivity um, and I was just not prepared for it uh, to be honest um, and you know it was something that just you know I very rarely get emotional um, but like a couple of days after when you know all of this all this happens and the people who reach out and the people who say wonderful things in a very negative time of uh, 
of the internet's uh, lifespan right. and uh, people you know the, the the positivity has been incredible to and just to thanks to everybody who's reached out and everything else and who's been supporting me since um and listen for me and for all the guys you know who you really like watching all across the world uh, everybody's delighted to get back into buildings after this covid run so please get it get to buildings whenever you feel comfortable and, and be ready to scream your hearts out because everybody is desperate to perform for you <laughs> absolutely and we can certainly hope that you'll be able to do that uh, as soon as humanly possible and otherwise uh, we wish you the very best and we thank you for your time today thanks buddy thank you <laughs>